Welcome to this Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. In partnership with the Minnesota Soybean Research and Promotion Council, we're bringing you a series of podcasts that highlight the farmers behind the soybean checkoff. One of those growers is Glenn Groth, who farms in Winona County. Groth joins me for this soybean checkoff check-in. Well, my, my wife and I farm here uh, not too far from the Mississippi River, right along I-90 here. Uh, we farm corn, soybeans, hay, we grow some peas for canning, and we have a few cattle around uh, uh, yet, too, here. I, I milk cows up until about four years ago, and uh, four years ago to the day, actually, I milked my last cow. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, since then, I have a little more time on my hands, and uh, I've been involved in the Farm Bureau and uh, other organizations for some time. And one thing I hadn't had much experience with is, uh, is the checkoff side of things. I always was a believer in a checkoff that farmers working together is a good approach to, to having some control over how we promote and advance our product and our industry. So I kind of wanted to get involved in that. I knew some people already on the Minnesota Soybean Research Promotion Council. So I picked their brain a little bit about it. And um, uh, and then uh, I was uh, appointed first uh, after another gentleman from our area passed away. And then uh, I was elected here this last year for real this time to serve on uh on the research and promotion councils so i guess what is it that interested you about getting involved i know you said you've been involved and in, in like to uh, have your fingers in that and, and learn a little bit more about the checkoff side of things but uh, i guess why is it that you're willing to commit your time to do that <laughs> oh okay i tell my wife always i've always been a habitual joiner of organizations <laughs> i mean I, I i like getting off the farm and meeting other people in the industry i like to uh um, know what's going on after um, our products leave the farm here. I want to learn more about that. And I, I believe that, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity in in developing our markets overseas in particular. Uh, you know, we, the United States uh, soybean farmer uh, right now has a lot of competition from South America. And I think we need to be proactive in promoting our crop and how sustainable we are and, and promoting all those facts to our international customers and and beyond that developing new uses for soybeans and and uh, researching uh, better production techniques so we can all benefit down the road so it's a way that we can pool our money together as farmers and um you know make wise investments and i think it's neat to be part of that that's what interesting that you say that. I hear that frequently from folks that uh, you know like to know what happens once those crops leave the farm gate. I think a lot of growers take the take the grain to the elevator and it stops there. But there's a whole lot of activity that happens, uh, you know, beyond that uh, beyond that farm gate that uh, you certainly are involved in. So tell me about some of the areas of uh, particular interest that you have. Maybe whether it's working on certain teams within the uh, soybean council or are, are there particular things that uh, interest you? Is it mainly markets? Is it research? Or what really Kind of drives your uh, your interest well i'm really interested in developing new markets uh outside our borders here for crops i really think that's where the future lies you know i mean we have only five percent of the world population here in the united states and there's a big hungry world out there and it's only going to grow you know demographics uh um you know china they're looking at a population decline in the next uh, several decades and uh united states it's you know the birth rate has declined so but yet our production keeps increasing so we need to be able to, you know, build markets, build relationships with uh, the hungry populations, the hungry growing populations in the rest of the world. And, um, you know, I think anything we can do to, to uh, 
um, build those markets up are going to benefit the farmer long term. So that's what I have a particular interest in. You know, recently, uh, Minnesota Soybean uh, um, Research Promotion Council has put a lot of money in developing markets in Uzbekistan. And I really think that's a need. I mean, whoever thought that uh, there was countries out there that didn't know about soybeans or didn't have a developed uh, um, channel to get soybeans and soybean meal into their country. And, you know, I I think it's neat to be kind of on the forefront of that effort to uh, get, uh, you know, an active and um, growing soybean crushing industry in, in that country. And I think it's really going to open up a lot of possibilities in that whole region. Um, and, and it's neat that Minnesota's on um, the leading edge of that effort. Now, obviously, farmers you know, pay into the soybean checkoff, and you guys are uh, charged with uh, making investments in into uh, the development of the, the soybean industry. I guess, tell me a little bit about the process. How do you go uh, about deciding what makes sense to invest in? Because obviously, there's a finite amount of resources there. Sure. Well, there are a couple of different ways we go about it. Uh, on the research and promotion council, we have different action teams. We have promotion and research and communications and, and other various uh, action teams and then uh, various organizations and researchers and uh, promotion entities will submit uh, proposals to our our committees here for careful analysis. They'll make presentations to us. We'll look at the budget, see what makes sense. We'll ask some tough questions to make sure that, uh, you know, they're deserving and uh, of our money our farmers have uh, contributed. And, you know, we really give it a lot of scrutiny. You know, when I got on this council, I've been on a few years now, I was really surprised and uh, impressed with how much thought and experience that the other checkoff grower leaders uh, put into this process. And I've learned a lot by watching them, um, giving them careful consideration. And another way we do it, you know, Minnesota uh, soybean uh, uh, checkoff is part of a couple other committees and boards that promote our uh, soybeans as well. So, um, you know, we contribute money to be part of their organizations. And so those entities also have uh, Minnesota farmer grower leaders on their boards to analyze how the funds are being spent on those other committees. So there's several ways that we carefully analyze uh, proposals brought to the board and give them a lot of consideration. And uh, we really, you know, really give it the due diligence that I think Minnesota farmers deserve when it comes to uh, spending their hard-earned money. So I guess for you, what's been the most uh, interesting or exciting thing to learn about in your you know time now on the board? Uh, well, I just found it really interesting to learn about um, how different businesses and uh, um, organizations promote our product uh, to the, you know, the overseas market. You know, how uh, the logistics of getting a container of soybeans or soybean meal out to Pacific Northwest and getting it into Thailand or the Philippines or other parts of the world, you know, what's all involved in that. I, I found it, I think it's been interesting in my time too. Oh, there's been a real shift from promoting just soybeans to soybean meal. We have all this crush capacity coming online. And just in the last couple of years, that's been a big focus of our uh, our efforts here, you know, finding out ways to develop new markets for soybean meal in particular here with, uh, you know, renewable diesel uh, coming online here and that market growing exponentially. And, uh, you know, coming up with places to go with the meals can be huge. And there's, I think there's a really bright future for the soybean farmer uh, in the next uh, decade or two. Now, I guess, how would you, uh, what would you say to other farmers that are paying into the checkoff? Are, are you, uh, you know, 
confident that you're you're providing a good deal uh, of again direction and also that uh, they're getting a good bang for their buck so to speak for that uh, checkoff investment yeah i think it's a very good investment but i also encourage them to to learn more for themselves i mean uh if you have questions about where your money is going you know contact one of the board members or look at our annual report or look on the minnesota soybean website i mean the information about what we're doing is all there we try to be as open and transparent as possible and you know we the board members serve at the discretion of the minnesota soybean farmers if you have questions or concerns about where their money's going you know reach out to us and and it's our job to bring that to the board and uh but, you know, I, I really believe that the people on, on the checkoff uh, board here, the Research Motion Council, really do give a lot of consideration. You know, it's one thing we always tell ourselves, you know, can we defend this uh, this decision, this investment to the average farmer uh, in the state of Minnesota? And if the answer is no, we don't make that investment. So we, we really give it a careful careful consideration uh, for every, every dollar we spend. You also mentioned too that with the uh, the growth of renewable diesel, biodiesel, uh, the demand for uh, a soybean meal. These are exciting times uh, for soybean farmers. It's got to got to be nice to be kind of on the leading edge and, and seeing a uh, a growing market with a lot of opportunity rather than trying to uh, uh, save an industry that might be struggling. It's got to be fun to be on the the growth side of things. I would imagine. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot a lot of opportunity, a lot of promise coming in. It's need to be part of that. Thanks for joining us for this Field Talk podcast. Find other podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and the Linder Farm Network website. Get all the latest farm news and information on your local LFN affiliate.